Owning Juices for Life is not easy, and I always tell people one of the main things that makes running a brick-and-mortar business so difficult is finding the right employees. Well, thank goodness for ZipRecruiter. They make it so much easier. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. For example, we need people with a food handler's license. ZipRecruiter will analyze each one of the applications that comes in and spotlight the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. With results like that, it's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in America. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-R-E-A-K-F-A-S-T. ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 50% righteousness. Yo, Angela Yee, I love you. 50% righteousness. Other ratchets to sit down. Like 95% ratchets. This is becoming the most prominent form for hip-hop. Wake your ass up. It's early in the morning, but they told me it was y'all. I said, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. Charlamagne the God. Principals and people. Alone. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, Tizandy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Yes, today is Wednesday, Hump Day, middle of the week. Yes, my laugh is gonna get more sinister each and every Wednesday as we get closer to Halloween. Oh, you got your outfit ready? Oh, you listen. You know I got my Halloween costume ready. See, I grew up with Jehovah. Witness. So being that I grew up with Jehovah Witness, I didn't get to partake in things like Halloween. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm 40 years old and I got a little change, you know what I'm saying? I go all out for Halloween, okay? I ordered okay. my Halloween costume back in March. Wow. Because it took about four months to make. Okay. All right? Just remember last year I was the Black Panther, all right? Before y'all had Wakanda Fever, all right? Not one of these cheap-ass Black Panther costumes from Target or Walmart, all right? My helmet is real. T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman could have wore my helmet in the actual movie, goddammit. Just remember that this year when I come out to play on Halloween. Okay. Okay? All right. Now, last night I was at uh, the Yankee game. Shout out to the New York Yankees. They, they lost, lost last right? night. Yep, they lost 4-3. Yeah, I saw people tweeting me saying, tell MV stay his beige ass away from the games. He's bad luck. Nah, I don't know if bad I luck. I promise but... you. I was like, why are y'all tweeting me? Y'all know I don't even like baseball. Yeah, they lost 4-3. Uh, we stayed the full game. Uh, Yankees came back in the ninth inning, bottom of the ninth. They scored uh, two runs, but they still lost 4-3. So it was a good out? game. Yeah, they're out of here. Next, no, they won't play again until next year. Oh, okay. But it was more than that. It was, I, I took my pops, I, I took my son, so it was just a bonding moment. You know, when I was a kid, my dad used to take me to the games. We couldn't sit where we sat now. We was way in the rafters, and we used to go on a special occasion, like when, when they had baseball bat day, or they had double headers, or bobblehead day, you know, because we got a little extra, but... The fact that we were just able to chill and just eat and drink yeah, and just man, that's all have yeah, conversations. That's, that's, that's the whole thing. As a New York thing. sports fan, that's all y'all can do this year because y'all trash. The Yankees out, Giants trash. You ain't got nothing else to do but go to the games and bond, well, eat, Yankees drink. are not trash. We still made it to the playoffs. Yankees are out. Yeah, they are out, but they are not trash. And the Giants trash. are only, only one game away from your uh, Dallas Cowboys. They one game away from being an expansion team. All right? <laughs> no, they not. No, they not. They suck. No, your Cowboys right? suck. We doing. We got one more win than y'all. Yeah, and that's and they suck. No, 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 no. And you suck. 
What did you do yesterday, E? Uh, yesterday, you know, I've been traveling a lot lately, so it was my first day home. So one of my friends came over, Rashana. Mm-hmm. She brought her two kids over. It was a lot of work for me because they're very young and they were running and jumping all over the place. But it was fun, and I thought I was going to go to bed early last night. I was watching the American Music Awards. I was nice. It's so trash. Away in my bed. American and... Music Awards are trash. I ain't watch it. I watched Cardi B perform. I didn't even catch Cardi, but I Oh, know... man, she had a great performance. The award shows are trash. It's like they label all the wrong condiments. Like, they got ketchup as mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is mustard. Well, like, Taylor Swift opened up the show. I watched that. Cardi B won one of the first awards of the night, too, so I saw her go up there and get her award. How did Amigos win Best Pop Rock Duo? What? Exactly. <laughs> and then XXXTension won Best Soul Pop Artist. I was like, what? Yeah, it's a hodgepodge of different categories. American Music Awards is trash. But um, I was trying to go to bed early, but, you know, the whole Ask Ye thing started because my friends always ask me for advice. Well, one of my friends was going through it last night, and she was calling me all night. I finally had to tell her at, like, 11.30, like, listen, I think don't do anything rash tonight. Just go to sleep and wait till tomorrow. Don't do anything while you're mad. And you going to tell us what she did? Yeah, you going to tell us she did? She's just mad at um, her boyfriend. You know, you go on Instagram, you start stalking situations, and you start looking at things, and then you're like, who is this girl from back in two he's, years he's ago? He's following a girl he's smashing, or he's liking a girl's pics too much? She don't know who the girl is, but she thinks something, and then she's like, should I do this? Should we do that? Should... I'm like, listen, why don't you just ask him about it? But just wait until tomorrow. Instagram math is crazy. Like, the <sighs> things people add up. Like, I was talking to the youngins here at, uh, at, at, at iHeart yesterday, and they were telling me that if a guy... If a guy likes their pics three times, <laughs> then that means that it's time to slide in their DMs. Or if, you, if the girl likes their pic three times, then they slide in their DMs. That's showing they interested. I'm like, well, I'm glad I'm married. Well, yeah, this whole relationships have started from Man yeah, Crush Mondays and Woman crazy. Crush Wednesdays. So, But, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of asking people directly something when you want to know it instead of researching and beating around the bush. That's right. But also, not, but also not doing it when you're mad. Right. Mm. Yeah, don't move off emotion. Move off strategy. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Tay Diggs will be joining us this morning. Never heard of him. No? <laughs> no, not at all? No, he's a great, 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 great uh, actor. Legendary roles. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's actually one of the stars of one of my favorite movies of all time, Brown Sugar. Oh. oh, I like The Wood, too. I know you do. I like, I like The Wood, too. <laughs> you know you like The Wood. <laughs> it's a real sexual assault scene in The Wood, too, by today's standards. Oh, my goodness. Remember that scene on the playground? I don't remember what oh, happened. Oh, yeah, nobody remembers. No, I really don't. I haven't seen The Wood remember in so long. Remember, like, I bet you won't grab her ass. You don't oh, remember yeah. that? I hate when guys used to do that growing up. Well, amen. All right. And we got front page news coming up. What are we talking about, you? Yes, let's talk about these uh, missing children that were found in Michigan. We'll give you an update on what's happening with that. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night, the Yankees, uh, they're packing up. They're going home. They lost 4-3 to Boston, so congratulations to Boston. Boston has the best team in baseball. So, congratulations to Boston. They take on the, on uh, Houston, the Astros. All right? So, what else are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about there were over 100 children found safe. They did a one-day sweep in Michigan, and it's a sex trafficking operation that they were doing. So, they found 123 missing children. Now, this operation had 301 case files, and they actually recovered 123 kids, and they said about uh, three of them are being investigated for possibly being sexually victimized or used in a sex trafficking ring so far. So they said one of the homeless teens had not had anything to eat in three days. 
so they're giving him food and taking care of him. But the message they said to the missing children and their families that we wish to convey is that we will never stop looking for you. Yeah, you see so much stuff on social media. You don't know what's real and what's not real. Like I saw somebody yesterday saying that it was some some people in Virginia that was kidnapping young girls or something mm-hmm. to put them in the sex trafficking ring. Yeah, that, you know, me anxiety, and this is just in Michigan, by the way. So they're still investigating all of the cases and still looking for some of the kids that are missing. But at least they are still looking and trying to make sure they find these missing children. Mm. All right. Now, Hurricane Michael, they're saying, is going to be a Category 4 storm before it touches down. So a lot of people are being told they have to evacuate in Florida and parts of um, Alabama as well. And they're saying there's storm warnings that cover 8.5 million people in several different states. So just watch out for Hurricane Michael. Again, if you're traveling, mm-hmm. just make sure you check on all of that. Now, Nikki Haley, who is the U.S. ambassador to the U.N., former governor of South Carolina, has resigned. She wrote her resignation letter to Donald Trump. She said, it's been an immense honor to serve our country in your administration. I cannot thank you enough for giving me this opportunity. You'll recall that when you offered me the position of U.S. ambassador to the U.N. in November 2016, I accepted the offer based on some conditions. Those conditions included serving in your cabinet and on the National Security Security Council and being free to speak my mind on the issues of the day. You made those commitments and you have absolutely kept them all. Here's what Donald Trump had to say about Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley, ambassador to the United Nations, has been very special to me. She's done an incredible job. She's a fantastic person. She told me probably six months ago, she said, you know, maybe at the end of the year, at the end of a two-year period, but the end of the year, I want to take a little time off. I want to take a little break. She's been a very successful, as you know, governor of South Carolina. We're all happy for you in one way, but we hate to lose. Uh, you'll, hopefully, you'll be coming back at some point, but <laughs> you want to just, uh, in maybe a different capacity. You can have your pick. You know, I, I know nothing about this, nor do I know what it means, uh, but it doesn't sound good. Like, how much time did she have left? Like, did she quit in the middle of her job? Um, well, her reason is that she's been in public office for 14 years because she was mm-hmm. the governor of South Carolina, mm-hmm. and then she took on this responsibility. So she said that she just wants to rest. But there's a lot of theories going around, like everything that happened with Kavanaugh and women voters aren't too keen right now on the Trump administration. Maybe at one point she wants to run for president. Not in 2020, she said, but maybe it'll be in 2024, and she doesn't want to turn off those voters. There's a lot of people uh, with different theories on why she might have stepped down well, and spe- why her timing was so good. Well, let's speculate. I mean, it could be because of the Kavanaugh situation could be and you know if i was them i would i would i would tell her you know don't tell people you quit because of the kavanaugh situation because it'll hurt us at the polls during the midterms right so and, and she quit before midterms which is also just in case you don't know what's going to happen with the republicans and it could be maybe there's another position coming up as you heard donald trump say any position that she wants you know she's welcome capacity, to come back yep. at any time and trump act like he's gonna be there forever Trump better worry about his position but they're saying she might be gearing up for a 2024 situation to run for president mm. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your front page news. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning. Maybe your Yankees lost and you were up all night watching the game. Whatever it may be. 800 585 1051. Get it hey, off your chest. And salute to everybody that's mad at me on the timeline because, you know, the Migos did win best pop rock duo at the AMAs last night. So that's further evidence that they are bigger and better than the Beatles could ever be. Okay. People are really mad at me on the timeline for saying that. Yes, the Migos are bigger and better than the (laughs) Beatles. All right. Well, get it off your chest. Hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Hello, who's this? 
Uh, this is G from the Brick City. Oh, my goodness, G. What's up, man? Good morning, D. How are you, sir? No, G Charlotte, man. You know my name. Oh, G. I'm sorry, G. sir. How Goody are you? Bad gang. What's up, bro? I know it's a letter. Oh, 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 I'm good, you know, but I've really been anticipating the release of Charlamagne's show on Showtime, but it hasn't come out. There's no show on Showtime. That Deezus and Meryl have a show on Showtime. I don't have a show well, on Showtime. His show's on HBO, think, sir. Oh, well, HBO, because I think you're going to be the new Wayne Brady, Charlamagne. <laughs> the new Wayne Brady? I think Wayne Brady's had a pretty decent career, but I don't think Wayne Brady can have for me. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, so you're going to take it to the, next, to the next level of straight cooling. I mean, I, th I think cooning is uh, when you reinforce the negative stereotypes of black people. So your favorite rapper is probably a coon. Ah, my favorite rapper is dead. Who's okay. your favorite rapper? Biggie. Tupac. Oh. oh. Well, I mean, listen, Tupac did reinforce a lot of negative stereotypes, sir. Positive, too. It was a balance, ratchet and righteous. What are you calling for, man? I can't man? tell Come if on. he likes us or not. Hey, hey, but, but what I'm really calling for, Evie, man, I'm trying to get up in this detention center when this concert comes, what's up, man? I need that he wants to go to Powerhouse. Why you ask me? And there's, uh, there's two other people in this room. He's asking you. You're the DJ. And you got the hookup. You got I all the hookups. hookups. Look, you from Newark, I'm sure you know how to get in the back door, pause. I got to get tickets from Envy myself. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there waiting for Charlamagne to come through so I can get him. I, I figured oh that. Get out of here. Man, you, listen, you'll get shot by a white man in a suit. Thank you, brother. And nobody will hashtag you. Name. Hello, who's this? <laughs> yo, man, it's SB, man. I, I just want to say, Scat yo, Beasy? Black Lightning last night. I don't know if y'all watched it or not. The what? Man, the Black Lightning. Oh, oh no, I didn't see it. I heard not Angela Rye was on there last night. Man, that show went off last night. It started off good for season two. I'm with Marco Head myself, Charlamagne. We need to check it out, man. I got to catch up on Black Lightning. One of my good friends, Crondon, is on Black Lightning, man. Shout I've to never, Crondon, I too. never got into Black Lightning. I, I need to watch yeah, it. Man. Yeah, you should catch up now because then you can watch the whole first season. And then you'll be all caught up That's before it gets too right, deep yeah. in. I'm going to get back to work, man. I'll, see I'll tell you all later, okay, man. Okay, bye. All right, right bro. Yeah. Bye. Hey, that Black Lightning must have been good for real for you just to call up here and tell us how good it was. <laughs> get back Hello. to work. Hello, who's this? Vaughn. Vaughn, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Okay, a couple of weeks ago, actually a couple of months ago, y'all gave donkey of the day to a lawyer that was criticizing somebody that didn't speak English. Now, I live in Miami and in New York. I walked into a Walmart one time and nobody in the entire Walmart spoke English. Now we're talking a Walmart, we're talking a national chain, a worldwide chain for the most part, and nobody spoke English. This has been on your mind for a minute. Guy. What were they speaking? Spanish. <laughs> and when they said, when you said, um, does anybody speak English? They, their remark was, this is Miami, we don't do that. Mm. Basically in Spanish. You I should learn how to speak Spanish. Of, What's crazy is in Europe, they know how to speak all different uh, languages. We're the only place uh, where we only speak one language. Well, I mean, no, a lot of people uh, speak Spanish now. They teach Spanish in schools. <laughs> they teach yeah, every that, language in school. What did, what did you need? Ask, ask for it in Spanish. Die. Tell me how you say die in Spanish. What kind of die? Like, I want you to die or oh, you need to die, die your hair? Close die. Close die, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I, I speak English and <laughs> And I, I speak English and Mr. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> what are you calling for, <laughs> sir? Adios. Because he's mad that people in Walmart don't speak Spanish. Duh. They do speak Spanish. He said they don't speak English. Oh, English. Yeah, whatever exactly. it was. So, so how would you feel when you walked into a store and nobody spoke English? I would speak Spanish. I wouldn't even care as long as they can count. I would be like, donde esta el, and then I don't know how to say die, but I... El I'll say, You Spanish and don't know how to say die. So, pelo, for the pelo. I'll be trying to speak Spanish a little bit. All right, bro.
Right. Sorry. But how, how do you feel when you got to go to a customer and ask the customer to translate for you? I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Did you get your dye? And by the way, that lawyer, that that lawyer didn't just clown people because they were Spanish. He told them that they was on welfare and if they got the balls to come live off my money, they need to know how to speak English. By the <laughs> way, are you dyeing your hair, your gray hair or something? He said for clothes. Oh, okay. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? iPhone Sim, what's good, gang gang? iPhone Sim, gang gang, what's poppin'? Sim, you looking for a girlfriend? Yo, I was, that's why I was calling you. Yeah, ain't no chick sliding your DM asking about me. Did they slide? They should <laughs> slide in your DMs. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, like, once you, once you, once you, once you comment back, you know, everybody see it, heard. Okay, so did you find anybody yet? What are y'all talking about? What happened? Oh, so he tweeted out that he wants to find a girlfriend. He's on all these dating sites and dating apps and everything, and it's just not happening. iPhone. So I tried to, to help him Mingle? out and retweet it. Did he go to Christian Mingle? Nah, I ain't go to Christian Mingle, man. I ain't gonna do that, man. That's what the live okay. ones be, bro. That's what the live ones be. How do you know? Be. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, don't man. play yourself, baby. Wow, man. <laughs> Envy just jumped out the window. <laughs> I don't, I don't, now Gia's going to be on there later checking the, all his nicknames to see if he got an account on Christian Mingo. I, I don't know. Yo, listen, yo, you listen, post that picture for me, man, saying, yo, my cousin iPhone Sim looks for you. <laughs> yeah. First of all, iPhone Sim, you are not my cousin. Yes, I don't want to vouch that hard for you. Now, we are Twitter and oh. um, um, Breakfast Club friends, nah. so I can oh, do yeah. that. One more thing, one more thing, yo, yo, Charlamagne, yo, thanks for signing that book, yo. All good, my brother. Thank you so much, bro. I hope you find a girl, though. I'm, I'm going to try to help you. All right, all right. Thank you, baby. I love you. Thank you, baby. Okay. Hello, who's this? How you doing? This is Avery Washington. What's up, Avery? Get it off your chest. All right, I wanted to tell you why I'm blessed. I'm a family advocate, and I've written a book called Letters to My Daughter's Poetic Affirmations of Love from a Father. And the book is so profound that it's building strong relationships between fathers and daughters. And also started a hashtag campaign on Instagram at Arthur Avery Washington, hashtag letters to my daughters, where fathers and daughters are tagging photos of each other and it's building a strong community and building a black family even stronger. I love that. You got to change okay. the narrative, baby. That's why I love the black men don't cheat movement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your thoughts become things. You got to put it out there. Yeah, please check it out, man. Please check it out. All right, brother. That's beautiful. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Darius from Michigan. Hey, Darius, get it off your chest, bro. I'm just pretty upset with the way this McGregor Khabib fight has been handled. Uh, <laughs> McGregor has been speaking totally disrespectful towards Khabib regarding his dad, his religion. He's throwing bottles in previous fights against competitors. But then as soon as you know Khabib shows him that same energy, you know, after the fight and during the fight, we just all hopping on Khabib, just talking about how he should not get deported. I'm, I, I'm not, I just I'm not talking like that. I think Khabib did exactly what he was supposed to do. And first of no, all, all, all of that de deportation talk is BS. Khabib is the biggest star in the sport right now. Oh, yeah, I agree. John Jones is back. I mean, I, I hope he keeps his nose clean. I hope everything goes well and get more stars and hopefully take this whole spotlight off of Conor McGregor. Oh, it's over. I'm not, it's, it's not over. People still like to see Conor get his ass kicked. But I think Conor oh, yeah. going to humble himself now, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, he wants that immediate rematch. That's what he called for. He wanted to call on his terms immediately. Okay. All right, well, thank you right, for calling, bro. You. Thank you. Take care. Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's Kelly. Hey, Kelly, get it off your chest. I'm kind of really upset because I'm confused as to why I don't even want to call him a president. 
He's coming to my little old city, and they're blocking off half the city for this man. Where's he coming? Like, Where? Where? With people's jobs in Erie, PA. It's a little, real little city. What's in Erie, PA? A bunch of racist bigots that's going to come out in record numbers. <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm, I'm assuming we had really high numbers for him during the voting election. But still, like, there's nothing here for him to see. There's so much construction going on where they're trying to put money in places that they don't need to put it in. Like, why do you want to be here? They're like, they're, him coming here is interfering with a lot of things that is going on with people's jobs. And I'm, like, fuming because one of my jobs is one of them. We can't even go pick up kids because where where I work at is right in downtown. And they're blocking off downtown for seven blocks each just right. for him to be here. Dang. Well, I'm sorry, Mama. So, Ain't nothing you can do yeah, about that, though. It's hard to get around. All yeah. you got to do is leave early or figure out a different way to travel. Yeah, I really don't want you, I don't know what you want us to do. It's the president. She's yeah. just irritated. We, I mean, we he, deal with that all the time here when he comes here. When they had the whole U.N. meetings here for a whole week, you couldn't go anywhere. Dang. Yeah. Man, I just don't want to be around none of them people that think he's the best, and I'll argue with them all day. So. Yeah, it might be a good time to try to work from home or something. Yeah, act like today's <laughs> Columbus Day. <laughs> Stay home. <laughs> Well, I can't stay home because I just started a new job. So. Oh, yeah. No, you got to go to work. Yeah. And I like where I work at. It's stress-free. I left a stressful job for a less stressful job. Good for you. Well, that's a positive. So, yeah. But shout out to my brothers, Rob and Paul. And thank you all for having me. I love you. <laughs> all right. Have a good one. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. E, we got rumors on the way? Well, yeah, let's talk about the American Music Awards. They were on last night. We'll give you some of the winners and some of the highlights of what happened. Tracy Ellis Ross was hosting, by the way. And we'll also talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, the nominees for 2019 induction. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk to AMAs. It's time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, yes, yesterday the American Music Awards came on. Tracy Ellis Ross was hosting. Uh, she started off talking about names of artists and how what those names mean about them. One artist she mentioned was Lil Dicky. She was like, what does that mean? Now, in addition to that, Taylor Swift last night became the most decorated female artist in the American Music Awards history. She actually tapped Whitney Houston's record. She took home four awards last night, so she has 23 in total. I don't see how people could take the AMA serious. Now, Taylor Swift opened the show, and this is all decided by your votes. Here's what she had to say. Thank you so much for this, and I just wanted to make a, a mention of the fact that this award and every single award given out tonight were voted on by the people, and you know what else is voted on by the people? Is the midterm elections on November 6th. Get out and vote. I love you guys. Yeah, it's good to get that messaging out, but the AMA is overall the trash. All right, they're so culturally clueless and out of touch that they got the Migos in the best pop rock duo category and XX Tentacion in the pop soul category. All right, now they also pay tribute to Aretha Franklin and Gladys Knight. Let us see Mary Mary and more people came out to pay homage. Here's Gladys Knight. I was Also, congratulations to Cardi B. She won a couple of awards. She was one of the most nominated artists last night. Uh, one of the awards that she won was for favorite artist rap and hip-hop. Here was what she had to say. 
Thank you to my glam squad. Thank you, family. Thank you, Jesus. And I really want to thank my daughter. And not just because she's my daughter, but while I was pregnant, I was just so influenced to be like, yo, I got to do this. I got to show people wrong. Because they said I wasn't going to make it after I had a baby. And my husband, hey, husband. Mm. So they do have rap and hip-hop categories at DMA. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. So why they don't be having the rap and hip-hop artists in the rap and hip-hop categories? I mean, I guess they have them in that, and they have them in other categories as well, because Drake, Post Malone, and Ed Sheeran were all nominated for favorite male artist, Pop Rock. I don't mind the word pop, because it's short for popular, and hip-hop is the most popular genre, without a doubt, but I feel like they know what they're doing when they put our best and brightest stars in those other categories. And then both uh, Camila Cabello and Cardi B and Taylor Swift were all nominated for favorite female artist pop slash rock. You don't think Post Malone looked like Roseanne with a mustache? No. Hmm. I don't think that. Because <laughs> no, he has tattoos all. also. Um, now, XXXTentacion's mother actually accepted an award for him. He won for favorite soul R&B album. And here's what she had to How? say. I am honored to accept this award on behalf of my son. I would like to thank the AMAs, his fans, and to everyone who made this possible, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. R&B I'm, as a rhythm and blues? That's what I'm saying. I'm glad they celebrated the young man. But R&B soul? Yeah, the other nominees were Khalid and SZA. <laughs> How? It's all over the place. That's what I'm saying. It made the, there's like a bunch of culturally clueless people, SZA man. SZA makes sense. Salute uh, XX. Khalid. Salute XX and Tashian's mother, though. What's her name? Um, Hold on. Let Very me beautiful that for woman. You. Yeah, she is. Very beautiful woman. Her name is, I don't want to mess this up, uh, Cleopatra Bernard. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cleopatra Bernard. Now, they have also announced the nominees for induction into the 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame among the people who are nominated. Uh, Janet Jackson, LL Cool J, Rage Against the Machine, Radiohead, The Cure, uh, Rufus, and Shaka Khan. I can't believe they're not in there yet. So they will announce the inductees in December. This is Charlemagne the God talking. Hmm. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is trash. Okay. It's very exciting for the That's artists. trash. Because rock and roll it. ain't even the most popping genre of music and haven't you been in a like long time. You just don't like the name of it. Yes. Either call it the Music Hall of Fame or... Well, the Rock and it. Roll. They the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We can Man, create our own. No, Why yeah, can't we create our own? LL ain't rock and roll. Shaka Khan ain't rock and roll. Janet Jackson ain't rock and roll. Just call it the Music Hall of Fame. Like, Well, HBO is going to broadcast a ceremony and uh, you can actually check it out there trash. next year. But it's exciting for the people who actually make it and get inducted and get uh, acknowledged for their contributions. And, and, and I will say, since the Migos... You have to be a, um, have released your first commercial recording at least 25 years ago. Should be Music Hall of Fame. But since the Migos won Best Pop Rock Duo last night, it is official. Uh, they are bigger than the Beatles. Drop on the clues bombs for the Migos. Damn it. If you want to piss off white people, just say that the Migos are bigger than the Beatles. Oh, my God. Even people, white people that don't even like the Beatles will come out and they'll be like, oh, the Beatles did suck, but come on. <laughs> so just repeat that over and over. It just pisses What's them off. What's wrong with you, babe? Right? What's wrong with you, babe? I, I'm, I don't know. All right. Well, I'm Angela <laughs> Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, let's talk about a woman who called the cops on a black man because he was babysitting two white kids. I thought Tay Diggs was coming up. That's after front page news. Oh, yeah. got you. First, we have front page news. Okay. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. 
Now in sports, last night the Yankees lost to the Red Sox 4-3. It was a great game, though. Uh, went to the game last night, brought my pops and my son. We had a great time bonding, but they did lose, and we'll see what happens next year. Shout out to uh, CC Sabathia. Shout out to the Yankees. Had a great season, but Boston looks pretty good. They're going to be playing the Astros, I believe, Saturday night. So I thought if you're a Yankees fan, you can't give Boston no props. They had a great season. Even they, if they're good. Nah, they had a great season this no. year. They had the best season in baseball, so congratulations to them. It was nice weather, too. Beautiful weather last night. you guys to night. be out at a baseball game. Absolutely. And it's not over for the uh, Red Sox, either. They could lose this round. Yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah they play the Astros. Now, what, what are we talking about, you? Well, let's talk about Corey Lewis. He runs a youth mentoring program in Atlanta. It's called Inspired by Lewis. And he was watching two kids. Now, Corey Lewis is black. This is important to the story. And mm-hmm. the two kids, a 10-year-old girl and a 6-year-old boy, are white. And they were at a subway inside Walmart. He treated the kids to go eat there. And then he was standing with the kids outside his car when a white woman was sitting in her car staring at them. And she said, uh, are the kids okay? Here's what else Corey Lewis said happened outside of this Walmart. Apparently, she felt like she saw you at Walmart. I was at Walmart, yeah. I got, I'm babys- I got two kids I'm babysitting. We ate at Subway at Walmart, went and got some gas. She pulled up talking about some, are the kids okay? Mm. Why wouldn't they be okay? She left, came back, and said, and asked to see the little girl so she can ask her if she, does she know who I am. Yeah. And then I went over to get some gas at Murphy's. Okay. She came back there and, 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 just, and stayed there. Hmm. So the woman actually followed him everywhere that he was going to his house and then called the police. That's when Corey Lewis got on Facebook Live and was streaming everything that was happening as the police pulled up. And uh, he said, I'm being followed and harassed. Now, the police officer did come and question him and question the kids because that's his job and what he had to do. But you could tell he felt a little bad and apologetic and embarrassed about it. But he had to do it. And according to the parents of the kids, they said that their kids were uh, fearful they said their son said the woman followed us because we have peachy skin and Mr. Lewis has brown skin and she thought he was kidnapping us and they were also scared that Corey Lewis wouldn't be able to watch them anymore so she that's minds a business lady he should have called the cops on her that's what he should have did this lady's crazy ladies follow him that's what he should have called the cops on I her. mean just to play white devil's advocate if you see something nah. say something but why did she feel like he was suspicious just because he was black yeah and the kids sure. were exactly. happily sure. eating and playing that's and what I'm saying. not having any problems you know like there's no other reason for her to feel like those kids were in trouble they were in freaking Walmart having ice cream <laughs> if I was trying to do something, you know, uh, fishy with the kids or trying to kidnap the kids, I wouldn't be at Walmart eating ice cream. <laughs> at right? Subway. A yeah. Subway. Okay. They got ice cream at Subway? At Walmart. They have... Um Oh, it was a subway yeah, inside the Walmart. Yeah, a subway the inside the Walmart. Oh, okay, okay. I know those places. <laughs> you those. do, I know. <laughs> you frequent yes, there, huh? Yes, frequent there often. Mm-hmm. All right, so, yeah, he said a black man with white children just didn't look right in this woman's eyes. Have you seen something suspicious like that ever? Like, if you saw a black person or, you know, watching two white kids or vice versa, would you think it was weird? They've done that to me on the plane before. Like, I've been on the plane with my you daughter. You with your white daughter? And, and... Man, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a white daughter, though. Salute the page. But I've been on the plane with my daughter, and, like, the, they've, you got a white they, daughter? they've asked my, they've asked, is that my daughter? I'm like, I hope so. Why would they ask you You know that? what I'm saying? You know something I don't know. Why would they ask you that? I don't know. That's so weird to me. Well, white people are weird. All right, now, Hurricane Michael is <laughs> going to be touching down, strengthening into a Category 4 storm. They have said that people have to evacuate. They have a state of emergency in Florida and 35 different counties, and they're basically telling people to get out. About 3.7 million people are under hurricane warnings, and uh, they're saying that that tropical storm warning is going to be hitting today. So if you're traveling, anything, just make sure you're very careful. Pay attention to what's going on with the weather. 
All right, that is your front page news. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, uh, is this guy still considered a sex symbol, ladies? Huh? Tay Diggs. He, he was actually just in a rom-com with Lucy Liu on Netflix, which I watched. It was called Set It Up. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it's cute. Okay. Because I like Lucy Liu a lot, too. Mm-hmm. So he's considered a sex symbol still? Yeah, girls like Tay Diggs. Right. Ladies like why, Tay Diggs. Why, and why, he plays a sex symbol in that movie. Why you want to know if he's a sex symbol, bro? I mean, I know he used to be a sex symbol back in the day. I don't know about now. That's why I asked the ladies in the room. Well, okay. Do you think he's still a sex symbol in me? I, didn't, I, didn't, I never looked at him and like he still that. Looks, oh, okay. He still looks exactly the same. True. true All right. True. Well, you might know him from Empire. Stella got a groove back. The best man. Tay Diggs will be joining us next. Yes. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. A man who's dressed for a few different seasons here. J.D. What's happening? He's got on boots, cargo pants, Hawaiian shirt, a tie just because y'all go to church. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All season hat, okay? What's, what's with the clothes? You were in New York, you was kind of confused if it was warm or cold? I don't know, man. I just felt in this vibe, so okay. I just went with it. How are you, sir? I'm all right, man. You, feel, you, have, you, have, blessed. you have so many legendary black roles, man. What do people notice you the, notice you the most from? It depends on where I, where I am. But uh, lately... Empire, I guess. A lot of people. Oh, a lot of people. True, yep, true, true. Yep, that was a big one. All the older women. Stella. That's Stella, yeah. The best yep, man, of yep. course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brown shoes. Yep. I'm older now, so now I get young people that are watching me like with their parents and saying, you know, you're in these classics. and So it offended me at first, but... <laughs> Why did it offend you? I mean, you? just because, you know, you get older. I, I feel young in my head, and then I'm reminded how old I am. But I feel lucky that, that uh, you know, I'm a part of that. Uh, and age is people. a blessing. It can be. But yeah. it is true. Everybody knows you for something different because the kids might know you from Empire. Right, right, but right. But then we, of course, are like, oh, he's in the best man. That's the our classics. Guy. Like mm-hmm. that, you know, the classics. And then I watched Set It Up on Netflix. It's, that's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful <laughs> thing. You know, people don't and have I classics. thank the Lord Jesus every day. <laughs> yes, you're going to be timeless yes. forever. I like that. Like you're playing on BT, I TV One. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I got I got brown sugar DVD. I was literally looking for brown sugar Saturday to watch. The DVD? I don't have the, the DVD. But I don't have a DVD. No, I don't have a DVD player. Brown sugar's on cable right now. I couldn't find it. I looked on Star. I looked on HBO Showtime. I wanted to see it so bad. Why did you want to see that? So I was randomly watching that last week too. It was on cable. That's one of my favorite movies ever. My Which goodness. one? Brown sugar. Yes, my two. That is the my best hip hop love story my ever. Two. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Now, yeah, now, you now, know. Let's start from the beginning. How'd you get into acting? Because you're from Newark, New Jersey. Yeah, I was born there. Born in move, New Jersey. Move moved straight. Move. Did you lose some weight, man? Yeah, I did a little bit. Thank yeah, you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, He didn't say you look good. He didn't say you lose some weight. You could be sick. Why you hating? All right, you could be on crack. Why you hating? He didn't say you look good. That's all he said. That's all he said. You see how you look a little sick. He said you could be on crack. You know what? Forget it. I went to performing arts high school early. And uh, and then I just took it from there. So you knew from the beginning you wanted to be a lesbian. Um, you know what? I I was a a, a nerd, and then uh, I wanted to play sports, but wasn't strong enough, wasn't big enough, wasn't cool enough. And then my mother put me in a performing arts high school, and then it didn't matter. Like it didn't matter that you, that you had money. It didn't matter that you weren't on the football team. You were you were just cool if you had a little bit of talent. Mm-hmm. And then once I got a little bit of that that shine, that attention, I just I just went. Went Wait, full throttle. What made you think he was a nerd? What made I was? Why? And there's nothing I got wrong made with being a nerd. You might have wore that. You might have wore that. Why are you trying to distance I'm outfit? going. I'm going full circle. Yeah, you because they told me. Season? They told me I was a nerd. So really? Like, you had glasses oh. too? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. See, the only reason yeah. I don't like that nerd term is because that's I don't what, like it. But I mean, I'm just saying that's what I was called. Because most saying. kids that are actually good, mm-hmm. smart, mm-hmm. doing what they're supposed to do, right, get called nerd. Correct. Yes. But it all worked out because uh, once I once I was exposed to the arts, I was like, okay, this feels too good to, to leave. So then I just I took off. When did you grow out of it? When you got pecs? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at that man's pecs. Goodness gracious, all right. Kind of. Well, the arts. Like, once once, uh, once I was at that school, School of the Arts in, in Rochester, so big big after School of the Arts. Did a rock. Then I was able to kind of flourish and not, not have to worry about other people's perceptions because they were judging me on my talent. But it wasn't until, like, uh, the first movie, How Stella Got Her Groove Back, yes. where I was like, oh, people see me in a different way way than I was used to. You know? That was your first movie. A little bit. Not, not to a be lot douchey, of it, but, but I'm just saying it was a trip for me because I had never seen myself in that way. That was a big role to get to. It was, yes. That's your first yeah. one? Yes. That's crazy. Yeah, right out the gate. And who'd at the sleep, time... who you sleep with to get that? Uh, this girl could... No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, exactly. Nobody. Was it hard being known as a sex symbol? Because, you know, you said you was known for your talent and that's what you loved, but then when you became the role in Stella, you was just... Was you, was you just objectified often? Like what was? Um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it was still it was like there was a, it was a there was a I had to it, I had to walk a, a tightrope because on one side it was really cool to be the person that I thought I always wanted to be. I always wanted to be the the stud and the looked up to the the light skinned dudes with the wavy hair, and then all of a sudden it changed and people were were looking at me differently. But at the same time, I almost didn't feel like I deserved it. So when people would stop me, I would get annoyed. Because right before the movie, nobody was really sweating me. You yeah. know what I mean? I know the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> you don't know the um, At any rate. <laughs> I, don't see the, I don't see what's so funny, everybody. Why is everybody laughing? It's ways. He's laughing like, I don't think you do. No. I'm not. <laughs> you know he doesn't. I am not. I am not. Was it pressure? Like older women always running up on you thinking that you're the guy that can... You know, it was back. like, uh, it was like, was are you movie. living through him? Is that <laughs> what you're doing right now? I'm, I'm doing conducting an interview. Okay, guys. good. Okay. It was, uh, it was at the, it took me just a minute to get used to it. For me, I was just doing my job and I didn't understand why people would trip out. But then it took me a minute to be like, okay, these people appreciate you in a certain way. Um, get out of your own head and just be honored that these people appreciate you. You can forget so it. Now they run up with selfies, the camera out, ready to take sh- a sh- It's the whole thing, yeah. Demanding things, but I get it. I get it. Like, I'm I'm very appreciative. I get the feeling you're in your head a lot, T. I try to get out of it, but, yeah, I'm a Capricorn. I'm a thinker, so. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Capricorn's over here. <laughs> now, any roles that you gave up because you didn't want to be that quote-unquote sex symbol, you didn't want to be known as the sex symbol guy? Uh, Black Panther. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> You're like, damn, you passed a black I said, wow, all right. Like, you idiot. I was like, you goddamn fool. I was about to go. Okay. That's funny. Uh, passed up. Um, no. Mm. You feel like you got your just due from Hollywood because you did come up in that uh, first era of black excellence. You know what? There was a moment. There was a moment. And this is when I almost got, kind of got off track where I was doing really, really well. Uh, if I can be blunt, like in with black film. And then I was looking at the other white actors and I was, I almost felt like, I didn't realize, you know, that there were areas of the industry that was racist. So I was like, I want to be on the cover of Vanity Magazine, like Vanity Fair, like uh, like Matt Damon. I remember mm-hmm. I, I saw a cover of Matt Damon 
and I started switching up agencies because I was like, I want you to put me up for all the white movies. And all the agents, agencies would act like they could, but then they couldn't, but they wouldn't tell me why. Mm. So I didn't, I thought it was on them. But at the time, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, sophisticated enough or just kind of on the ground enough to realize, okay, wait, it's not, it's not that time yet. You know what I'm saying? You're not ready for black people to yeah, be Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took a minute, you know, with the Will Smiths and, and whatnot. But that's when I started to get out of, you know, off my path and being like, wait, I want, instead of just appreciating what I had and staying, you know, in my path, in my lane, I was like, I want more. I want, I want more. You know what I mean? I want what that guy's got as, a, as opposed to just, you know, staying grounded and appreciating where I was and then letting that grow naturally. That's interesting because Michael B. Jordan said he received uh, some flack for saying he wanted to audition for roles written specifically for white people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's 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 an interesting situation. It's it's so different now, and I'm very. It's so great to just sit back and watch how times have changed. Because mm -hmm. the stuff that was going on with Black Panther, I couldn't believe it. I was so. I mean, I saw that movie with my kid, and I cried. You know what I mean? Just because he was, you know, sitting next to him. And he's watching this black superhero, and it's just regular for him. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know any different. And for me, it was like, like I didn't know. Never could have seen that in a million years. Right. Uh uh. So that was that's that's tight. All right, we got more with Tay Diggs when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have actor Tay Diggs in the building. Charlemagne. So what, what bias have you experienced in the acting world and Hollywood in general? Um, what is it? I mean, I can't really complain, but in the in the beginning, you know, I, I had I, I never got cast as a thug, you know what I mean? I was always, you know, the the Player, kind the of. right, right, sophisticated, kind mm -hmm. of well spoken, articulate, and there were times, you know, when I wanted to kind of play outside that, but you know, I I didn't really stress. No, let's, so, talk, let's talk about All American. Hmm. He has to leave in a second, so All American. Yes, All American. Did you have yeah. to audition for that role? I ish. I had a meeting, and it was a type of situation where I just, uh, you know, I've been really lucky. I've been played lawyers and doctors, and you know, hitmen and cops, and and I've never played a coach. And just the subject matter, because uh, you know, I have a mixed race kid, and this this person has a, a, a the, the the character I play. You know, he's married to a white woman and has two mixed kids, and, and we're dealing a lot with you know identity and you know socioeconomics. That's not a role. And, that's not, real life for you in in some ways. Oh, that's what I'm saying. What yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm okay, dealing okay. with these issues in a way, you know, very unapologetically. I'm, I'm, I was really excited to uh, to step into a role like that. And it's based on a real person, too, right? Yes, Spencer Pacinger, yeah. He started out at Beverly, and then uh, uh, he, he was from uh, South Central, and then he moved to Beverly, then he he, uh, he had to deal with all, all of the differences, you know, and the, the crazy dynamics with coming from a black school, going to an all-white school, but then being an athlete, and then in the NFL. Are you a now, football now, fan? Or are you a football fan? I'm, I'm, I'm more so now. Oh, so I'm you more so now. I was in it generally, really light, but now because uh, because of this role, I'm, I'm learning a lot. And I'm you, know, you wait till all the black people start boycotting football <laughs> to get into it, Tay. <laughs> Come on, Tay. Well, we're gonna. I'm sure we're gonna deal with those issues. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like that's. Uh, it's it's a it's a really inter interesting time right now. So, oh, so we'll see that lot, on the show as well. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't doubt it. Now, are you back dating white women yet? Because I heard you on R the Red Pill with my man Van Lee. Van, man, that's, yeah. that's all guy. And you said you, said, uh, you don't know if you can mess with a white girl now because you man, have the backlash you received a, from the sisters. It did a little thing on my head. I'm I'm single now, and I'm just kind of laying back. But I don't know. You know, for so long, because I was married to a white woman, I got so much flack that I couldn't help, you know, not have it 
affect me in some way. Was that part of the reason why y'all broke up? Because it was... No. Oh, okay. No, you said no, it affect no, no, you in no. some way. Yeah, yeah. Just afterwards. Just because it's like, you know, you carry a weight for so long. You know, and you get that that weight, you know, lifted off your shoulders for a bit, and for a minute. So you're saying that divorcing your white wife got that weight of whiteness off you? <laughs> you know what? That's what it says. A little bit. A little bit. But then, you know, but just just in in certain ways, if I'm being honest, mm -hmm. you know, I, I didn't, uh, I wasn't as guarded. I would walk in places and be like, okay, be prepared. Someone's gonna say something. Here. <laughs> All right, be prepared. You know what I mean? And I'll be honest, you know, after that happened, uh, I didn't have to do that anymore. Now, there were other weights, you know, other weights <laughs> that I had to carry just because, you know, divorce isn't cool and we had a family. But, you know, that little element, if I'm being honest, you know, there, there was a bit of relief. I mean, it's yeah. interesting because you guys met doing Rent, mm -hmm. which is a long time ago, and I'm sure you spent mm -hmm. so much time together. So yeah. you should be able to just love who you love and people end up falling in yes. love with who they're around. Yes, that's what I thought. But it wasn't until I, just, I, I you opened yourself up. And then once I opened myself up, I got all this energy you know, from certain people that did not necessarily feel that way. How did you feel? Did you feel like, oh, hold on, did you feel like having a white wife would help you grow in Hollywood? No. Did you think it would help you, like, getting more? No, I wasn't thinking okay. anything, anything except, yeah, I was just, so I was early. into her. Yeah. And what, how did your family mm. feel? Because you, you are from Newark, and I know My that. family was so, I mean, you know, it was love first, you know, take care of yourself, God, you know, be a good person, love who you love. And then when I got Stella, and then I was, you know, I didn't, I didn't read things, I, I, I was... You know, I didn't open myself up to what other people's opinions. And that's another thing I started to do. I started to read what other people were saying and let that affect me. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that people felt that way. Mm. You know what I mean? But, you know, everybody is entitled to, to their own feelings. How does your, your ex-wife feel about, you know, you being, hmm. you're not, not happy about her whiteness? I'm being married to a white woman. How? Regretting huh? it a little bit. Oh, I don't regret it. Yeah, no, no. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I mean I don't to say you'll never it. date another white woman again. That was what I said in the moment, and I didn't say I would never date another white woman again. Oh, okay. I never said that. Why are you putting words in my I mouth, that, man? I, I thought I heard it on the radio. No, you didn't hear it on the radio, man. What why are you putting? Why are you putting so words you, in my what mouth? What exactly did you say? Why are you putting words in my mouth? Why are you putting words? I'm just kidding. What exactly did you say? I said I don't know if. I don't know if. I don't know if I'll yeah. date another white woman. I don't know if. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So you also said during oh, that don't, time don't that you would get, get away a from the white women conversation. <laughs> so easy. God damn. No, you also said during that time. You had to find it. You had, you see? Years later. <laughs> Years later. You would get a um, hall pass for Lucy Liu, and then you ended up doing a movie with her. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Set it up. Now, yeah, how but no, but is... see... I, I had a hall pass, and then and then I did the TV show Ally McBeal. Oh, this was right. years ago. So the hall pass, was yeah, already... yeah, that was yeah, it was been and gone. But but did she she's, ever say uh, anything to you about that? Like... I mean, we knew like she knew I was feeling like when I was doing the <laughs> when I was doing the show. I asked her out, and she was like, "Nope." <laughs> Lucy Lou? Yeah, wow. she was like, "Let's just be friends." Why did you used to take so many nudes on Instagram? Like that one pic you had your ass out. <laughs> nudes? Why are you saying so many? Isn't that, like, do you? Man, I, I thought you were on your stuff, asked, man. Oh, you know so many, that's it was good. one. How many did he take? One with was my enough. butt. Why you say so many? Let me pull it up for you. Yeah, it I looks bet, like I a lot to me. I you got a <laughs> I thought it was this funny. This looked like a lot to me. It was pretty funny. Okay. I will give you that. Thank you. Yes. But why can you go to the picture that fast, bro? I'm Googling Tate Diggs news. You yeah. earlier was looking at my yeah. pecs. Well, yeah. while he looks for that, since we have a limited amount of time. But why did you do yes, that? Though? Though? I thought it was funny. What, did you like it? I thought it was funny. Gotcha. Yeah. You didn't think it was funny? It has a pretty good sense of humor. I didn't know why you were doing it. I was like, you why didn't think it was funny? Instagram with his ass up. No? You didn't think it was funny? 
Nah. Did you like it, Charlamagne? It probably wasn't for you, Charlamagne. Did, did you nah. like the picture? Did it get a lot of likes? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm sure I did. I wasn't even into it like that, but but I thought it was funny. <laughs> Would you do it again? Uh, maybe you for you. Opinion? I'll do it for you. He said I'll do it I'll for you. I'll do it for you. I think he's flirting with you. You want me to do it? I'm very, I'm very secure in my masculinity. I'm a married man. Shut up, man. Okay, we got two minutes. So the final question. Can I let you never bite you on the set of brown sugar? As in how? Like allegedly she bit Beyonce. Allegedly. Oh, did she bite me? Did she really do that? Allegedly. Allegedly. I love Sanaa Lathan. She's my life. She's my work wife. So we, uh, I only have wonderful things to say about her. So you never seen her exhibit any of that kind of Never, behavior. never. Yeah. But I mean, you know, even if she did, I don't, I'm sure there was reason. You know what I mean? He's got a great tattoo, too. Oh, my huh. gosh. You just no. checking him out. Yo. It's, yo, it says Sam. chocolate me. That's a book I wrote. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, yeah. This is awkward. Oh, yeah. Why is that Children's awkward? Yeah, you want to leave the room? Yeah, you want to just leave the room? Yeah, I don't know what's going Why is it awkward? I'm, the man got a big tattoo that says chocolate me. Who's not going to ask him about that? <laughs> I'm not going to ask him about the chocolate. You want to ask him about the chocolate? Because you can't see it. Could you show him the tattoo? No, I don't think I'm just looking at you. I don't want to see your chocolate. No, I'm good. You, know, you want to see my booty? Do you want to see my booty and my pecs too? He did bring up all those things. I'm just saying, this is what, okay. this is what I got from you. No, no. My pecs, my booty, and my arms. And uh, last question you know from, I mean? from me, Tay My chocolate arms. My chocolate last arms. Last time I said you, you said you were going to be writing a book. So how far along, besides the children's book, how far along are you? Oh, I stopped that for a bit to to focus on the on the kids' books, but uh, but I'm gonna get back to it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get back to it. Thank you for asking, though. All right. All right. Thank you, y'all. Go, y'all. He's got a white appointment to make. <laughs> you got any other questions? He has to rush off to a white show. <laughs> yeah, you got what any show are you going to take? <laughs> uh, serious, serious accent. Right? What? Serious? Yeah. You y'all are kicking. From us to go y'all to are kicking me off. Yeah. He's probably I gotta he's, go. He's going to see somebody that's not gonna ask about his pecs and his ass. <laughs> he's feeling awkward. No, it's not like a boring interview to me. <laughs> All right, good. I run off to your little boring interview, okay? All right. Where you won't get asked about your pecs and your ass. <laughs> it's uh, and, and white girls. The new series is All American. I'll never that's do the white right. girl again, never. Ever. No more white girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. It's Tay Diggs. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk. Terrence J. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, we're still waiting to gather more information, but it turns out that Terrence J's car, a black McLaren, how much does that cost? Uh, Around $300,000. Damn, is he going to be at your car show? (laughs) Nah, his car is Well, I don't know if you saw what his car looks like right now, but that car is not going to make it. But apparently there was a, that car was wrecked in a car crash. Now, witnesses are saying that his girlfriend, Jasmine Sanders, was behind the wheel and that Terrence J. was a passenger. But Jasmine Sanders' rep is saying that she was not in the vehicle at the time of the accident and was in no way involved. So, so what they hit? It uh, looks like they hit a parking meter. Parking meter, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a pole. And uh, they said there was, I guess, a, a tree. It hit a tree. And I don't know what happened, but the alleged driver lost control for whatever reason. And you're supposed to leave a note on the parking meter. If you actually hit something, you're not supposed to just leave. But apparently, the, they whoever Terrence J was with fled the scene. By so. the way, if I hit a tree that time of night, um, I'm calling an Uber to take me home. I'll be back for the car tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be I'm back. Yeah, I didn't hurt anybody. I ain't, I ain't, ain't nobody hurt. I ain't hit nobody. It's my fault. Leave a note. It's my car. I'll be back for it tomorrow. Yeah, it was 1230 a.m. <laughs> oh, ain't nobody got time for that. When this happened. You sit so. there and wait for an hour or two. What, for the police to come? Ain't nobody got time for it. All right, now, Cardi B. 
Let's talk about her interview with W Magazine. She's on the cover of W Magazine's Art Issue. And that was the first interview that she did since she gave birth to her daughter, Culture. And she talks about the fight at New York Fashion Week that involved Nicki Minaj. And what she had to say was, for a while now, she's been taking a lot of shots at me. I spoke to her twice before we came to an understanding, but she kept it going. She said, I was going to make millions off my Bruno Mars tour, and I sacrificed that to stay with my daughter. I love my daughter. I'm a good-ass effing mom. So for somebody that don't have a child to like that comment, and that comment was when they said Nicki Minaj liked and then unliked a derogatory tweet about Cardi B being a mother. Uh, She said, so many people want to say that party wasn't the time or the place, but I'm not going to catch another artist in the grocery store down the block. But she also said that Kris Jenner gave her some advice. She said, Chris told me people are going to talk badly about you, but it doesn't really matter as long as you're making money. And it's true. If you read the online comments, it seems like everybody hates the Kardashians, each and every one of them. But how can that be true if everything they sell sells out? That is a fact. Social media is all an illusion. But even if it's not an illusion, you always got to remember the rule of 10. Three people going to like it. Three people are not going to like it. Four people are not even going to be caring. All right. Well, speaking of Cardi B, Offset is not too happy with the Joe Button. Now, Joe Button had posted that a State of the Culture is back out right now at Revolt TV. And Offset replied and said, I watched your show. You are grown-ass N-word speaking on women. I seen you in Barnes, and you ran like I was going to do something to you. You ho-ass N-word. Soon you get touched. You going to be police. What is Barnes? <laughs> no, now, not, I'm going to assume they were, were they were in Barnes and Noble? No, no, no. Barney's. I'm oh. sure it was Barnes. I was like, let me find out. They were both in the bookstore. No, no I'm sure it was Offset Barney's. Offset seen Joe Button in Barnes and Noble. <laughs> no, no, it was Joe Barney's. Joe Button and Offset both read. I know, but I like the fact Barney's, that they were both in the bookstore man. about to mm. fight. <laughs> Shout out to Barney. Barnes and Noble. I have my own section in Barnes and no, Noble in the flagship no. store in New York I'm City. I'm sure it was mm. Barney's. Oh, well, that changes the whole narrative for me then. Okay. Well, anyway, what was Offset so upset about? Well, it was probably this conversation. She's been... She should stop taking been, her shoe been, off and throwing it at Cardi people. She's been Cardi B, the bitch from the Only Bronx, for 25 years. I don't have a problem with people defending their their family, their family's honor, and all that shit. You just can't fight everybody. You, you're going to lose. Because what happens when Atlantic stops backing her? Yeah. Why would Atlantic be back and Cardi be in a fight? Mike Kaiser ain't there with his fist up. Like, what is he talking about? <laughs> he, he I think he probably there. meant like financially or business-wise. Yeah, but, but they, they don't have to they support not, her. They're not backing her fight. They're not Golden Boy Promotions. It's like, what are you talking about, Joe? Right. So. And why are we acting like Cardi fights everywhere? Cardi's yeah, that had one instance. He had one situation yeah, since one he's been, been in the industry. Popping. Well, 50 Cent weighed in, and he said, oh, ish, Joe running a MFR. And then he said, Joe got a history of getting popped in the eye, LOL. Now, Joe Button is supposed to be coming out of retirement, by the way, even though he said he's not rapping anymore, he's retired. But they're saying that he may be doing the upcoming BET Cypher. Right now, they have not they have not confirmed that, but they said Joe Button um, might possibly do that. The BET Awards are going to be on October 16th, even though they happened already. I, I they guess. taped it already. You yeah. don't know about the Cyphers yet, so I uh, don't know. Now, listen, I'm here for that. I actually would like to hear Joe rap in 2018, but the only reason I don't believe that rumor is because they said Eminem is introducing him. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> but they're saying it could have been filmed prior to their clash. That, that would have to be like, a, what, a year ago? So they, no, that means no, they might have no filmed way. it a long time ago. No way. No, no. I don't know. They might have an old one. Who knows? Maybe it's an old one nah. from back in the day. That Who knows? I did run into Sai Hyde Prince. Shout out to him when I was in Atlanta. So, um, yeah, you see the two of them have been going back and forth as well. Now, we've been talking a lot about the Migos, about Cardi B. Well, Quavo has teased an upcoming collaboration. Here's what he said. But what if the Migos and Drake drop a collab mixtape after the tour? You must be a psychic. If that don't tell you something, I don't know what to tell you. That'd uh, be dope. Yeah, it looks like it is going to happen. So. I'm not mad at that. 
Yep. And Quavo's album, Quavo Huncho, is going to debut on uh, We The Best Radio with DJ Khaled. So, see? you guys, if you want to see that. That's right. What? What, are you, what ad-libs are you doing? I'm just saying, <laughs> the Migos are bigger than the Beatles. They right. stupid. John Lennon got a solo album. <laughs> Does John Lennon yes, have a song? Yes, he does. Album? Yeah, I, I think oh, he does. Okay. You don't remember the song Imagine, a little song called no. Imagine? And Quavo he has albums than, with Yoko Quavo, Ono as well. Quavo bigger than John Lennon. Working me. John Lennon definitely Working. has solo wow, wow. albums. You don't need a Yoko Ono when you so got a sweetie. Pa- so does Paul McCartney. Uh, yeah, take off bigger than Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, man. All right. and Shut up. bigger than the other ones. Who the other ones? <laughs> Who else is in the Beatles? Mick Jagger. Ringo. Ringo Starr. Mick Jagger's in the Rolling Stones. Mick Jagger's in another group, bro. He's in the Rolling Stones, sir. <laughs> oh, for real? And who, oh, George Harrison was in the Beatles. George Michaels. George Harrison. George Michaels is definitely not in the Beatles. Beatles. I think it's four of them. Elton John. Elton John a Beatle. No, right? he's not. Elton John a Beatle. All white people are not in the same group, bro. You don't know. I know. You know. You're right. You're right. I know. All right. Yeah, that's it. John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo. Next one, though. Eminem in there. So who are George Michaels and Elton John? Who's George Michael was from the group Wham, and he was a solo artist as well. Okay. And Elton John's a solo. Don't artist. explain it to him. He knows. He knows. <laughs> Benny and the Jets. Who's that? That's Elton John. Uh-oh. The only Jets I and know is Tiny Dancer. <laughs> and the New York Jets. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? Oh, man. You know, I was trying. I really was Florida. Florida, I'm really. Florida, I'd be trying. I don't man. think you'd be trying, bro. Florida, I promise you, you I trying, do not man. go out of my way to find donkey of the days from Florida, man. But Florida never ceases to amaze me, okay? Four after the hour, we're going to do some uh, how to pass a drug test etiquette because what they doing in Florida to pass drug test ain't it all right we'll get into that next keep it locked it's the breakfast club good morning make sure you tell them to watch out for florida man the craziest people in america come from the bronx and all of florida yes you are a donkey a Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. At the breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day. When Charlemagne the guy. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Drop one of clues bombs for Taylor Hayes. Okay. Taylor Hayes production. All right. New donkey of the day, Florida intro. Uh, donkey of the day for Wednesday, October 10th. Once again, goes to people in the great state of Florida. Florida, I don't ever want you all to think that your Uncle Charlotte doesn't love you because I do. All right, Florida brings me great joy. There is no place like Florida on the whole planet. I grew up loving Uncle Luke and Two Live Crew. I love Trick Daddy. I love Trina. I love Rick Ross. I love Gunplay. I love the City Girls. I love Tokyo Jets. I love Miami. I love Disney World. I love Andrew Gillum. And y'all better make him your next governor next month. I love Florida, okay? Why would I not love a state that provides me so much great content on a daily basis? See, what has your Uncle Charlotte got on this radio and told you all these years? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And the Floridians in Jacksonville have earned y'all yet another donkey of the day. See, it's the owner of a BP gas station in Jacksonville named Parole Patel. And he's sick and tired of being sick and tired. See, people in Florida keep coming in this man's gas station, and they are taking advantage of his kindness. Now, who in this room has ever used the microwave in a gas station? Raise your hands. Okay, just you, Drum? 
All right, just drum or board up. Uh, I've seen microwaves in gas stations, but I've never used one. Drum, grab the mic. What if you have a microwave in a gas station? I'd like to know. Like a burrito. A burrito. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. You're, you're, he's Puerto Rican. Drop on the cool bomb for him. He is. Staying he on is. brand. All right. <laughs> Staying on yeah, brand. He is. All right. Me, me personally, I've never used a microwave in a gas station. Uh, never had the need to. Never been in a gas station that long. Never bought anything from the gas station that I needed to warm up right then and there. Okay, I'll warm that honey bun up when I get to the house. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I'm sitting there thinking about things that I would possibly buy that I would want to warm up right there in the microwave at the BP. Well, leave it to Florida to come up with something to warm in the microwave at the gas station that I never thought about. Let's go to First Coast News with the report. Don't microwave your urine. Stop. Picture Stop. Stop. Stop right there. Mm. Okay. What? <laughs> Only in Florida. On the news, would they have to state something so obvious at the top of the news report? All right, let's start that from the beginning. Back to First Coast News for the report, please. Don't microwave your urine. A picture of this sign saying exactly that is getting a lot of attention on social media. It claims to be inside a Southside gas station in Jacksonville. The sign is on display for everyone to see at the on-the-fly convenience store on Phillips Highway. The microwave has settings for baked potato, popcorn, and pizza. But owner Parul Patel says some people come in off the street to heat up something else. We got sick and tired of people bringing in their urine containers. The BP gas station and on-the-fly convenience store are located on the corner of Shad Road and Phillips Highway. And not far up the road, Quest Diagnostics. A few blocks away, there's also a lab court. Both companies offer drug testing services and collect urine samples. Patel says some people walk into her store so desperate to pass their tests, they become violent. A spokesperson for Quest Diagnostics says the location near the gas station does not collect urine samples anyway. The nearest site that does is on Southside Boulevard, and that's about five miles away. Peru, Peru Patel is a woman, uh, by the way. She actually had a little verbal altercation with somebody because she wouldn't let them warm her, warm her, warm their piss up in the store. Can we hear what she had to say? And she started cussing at me. And she said, well, where is the sign that says you can't use this for this kind of purpose? And that gave me an idea. I said, you know what? If that's what you're asking me, mm -hmm. then I'll mm -hmm. put the sign mm -hmm. saying this is only for food use and not to use for your urine or anything else. That's true. What if you're planning to eat your urine? Then does that count as food? You don't eat urine. You would drink it, you. No. Um, if it gets you know, crunchy. I just... I just, I really... That is, I'm, that is true. There's no sign. Um, I, I just need everybody from Florida to gather around your smartphones and uh, Google best ways to pass a urine drug test. Okay, now this is only for weed. It stays in your system for 30 to 45 days. Uh, depends on your smoking habits. If you smoke daily, it'll probably exceed past 45 days. There are several ways to remove marijuana from your body. Uh, let me read you a few, okay? You can use a, a detoxing product. You know, you got cat's claw, golden seal, devil's claw. They can all be bought from GNC. You can use an exercise routine. Uh, drink a lot of fluids, water, juice, tea. You can take mineral supplements. You can go into the sauna, all right, they got seven-day detox kits. You can use uh, fast marijuana detox kits. They, they say taking aspirin. Take an aspirin four to six hours prior to a drug test. It'll cause an error in the test, okay? They got synthetic urine. You can buy it online. Only problem with that is uh, it got to be warming in room temperature in order to pass uh -huh. the real pee. So they still have to warm it up in <laughs> Gotta go to that microwave. I would rather you do the synthetic urine than the real urine in the microwave, though. All right, I would tell y'all not to smoke, but it's Florida. So I understand the stress. You got to smoke. Okay, but there is something good I found. I found something for y'all to try to pass the drug test in Florida. It's the Wizinator. 
Okay, it's a prosthetic penis that comes in five different skin tones. It's about five inches long. It looks and feels exactly like the real thing. Uh, it's proven to work in countless scenarios. Get strapped. And rest assured, nobody will ever know you're faking it. No, that's serious. You can get the strap for real. It's called the Wizardator. Look, man, all I want y'all to do is stop warming your urine in the microwave at the BP. Okay? Don't microwave your urine. All right, people are putting food in there in the mornings on the way to work, okay, at lunch. People eating their hot dogs, their burritos, their honey buns. They're wondering why these things have such a tangy taste. Can you imagine if someone ate some asparagus the night before mm. and then warmed their urine in the microwave after eating asparagus the night before and then all you want is a pretzel and somebody urine from earlier then spilled in the microwave and you think it's melted butter on your pretzel oh. but it's really the asparagus piss? Yeah. Come on now. Please give all these people from Jacksonville warming their urine in the microwave at the BP gas station uh, the biggest hee-haw. Now, just some tips for you guys. What? You know, if you are going to use somebody else's urine to pass a drug test, it does have to be room temperature, like he was saying, but you can probably use hand warmers to keep your urine warm at that time. Hand but if you do put it in the microwave, you should only put it in for sometime between 8 and 12 seconds, or it might get flat. I mean, if there was no sign... Why can't I use it? There is a sign. No, there's a big there's sign, a sign on the microwave no, now. now. there's a sign. You know why I got to put a sign on the microwave? Because in Florida, you have to state the obvious for these people. All right? You have Don't to tell... microwave your urine. Simple as that. Right. Jesus Christ. I'm going to put a sign on the uh, the, the microwave in iHeart, in the iHeart uh, studio, <laughs> just to do it. She's stupid. Have everybody run and say, who is microwaving their urine? <laughs> Matter of fact, hey, interns. Hey. Oh, my goodness. Come make this sign for your Uncle Charlotte. Oh, please. my goodness. All right. Well, that is Donkey today. Thank you, sir. Now, when we come back, ask ye eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you I need just gave you great advice about how to keep your urine warm for a test. So. If, if you need relationship <laughs> advice or any type of advice, ye's here for you. <laughs> Call her now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Ye, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? What's up? This is Ashley. I'm from Indianapolis. Hey, Ashley. What's your question for Yeezy? So, yeah, I'm having some um, baby father issues. Okay. Basically, um, I'm conflicted of whether or not to put him on child support. My daughter is one. She'll be two in January. She's mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Um, but the issue I'm having now, a year later, is I basically I'm tired of doing it on my own. I pay for everything on my own, out of my own pocket, insurance, daycare, food, anything else that she needs, clothing. It's everyday expensive. And when I go to him begging, begging, for help. I never get it. There was a time earlier this year I was homeless. Instead of him taking his daughter, which he could have because he had a home, he insisted that I take her with me to stay at a friend's house. Wow. Now, this particular environment was not very conducive for a child with me being an adult. You know, I can handle myself. But it's those sort of things that he refused to do. Then he goes on to tell me, you know, well, I can't give it to you this week because uh, I had to pay this off and this off and I had to pay this. But you don't have in the show for it. You lost your car. You don't have a home of your own. So where, where's your money going? Then he has three other children on child support that I had to find out about at mm. a later time after my daughter was Woo, He sounds so like a then, bad mistake. He's, he's fertile. He's mm-hmm. real fertile. But he's um, basically... I do have an appointment already set for child support. Okay. But my conviction comes in because now he's really homeless, living on the street. So, but he got a job, you know. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like 
that's not my problem, but my daughter is. And the fact that I'm having to break my back, miss work, you know, work double jobs. I never get to see my child halfway. I can see my child from 9 to 12 each night because I'm working all day. And then when I see her, she's sleepy. So it's, we, we don't get that time. And just period, point blank, I need the help. But in the same breath, this man's already on the street. So you feel bad for him that he's on the street because he's irresponsible with his money and with his penis. But he didn't feel bad for you when you had to find a place to stay and find a place for your daughter to stay and he wouldn't even take his own daughter and he doesn't pay for anything? That's true. I don't understand what you feel bad about. He wasn't feeling bad at all. He wasn't feeling bad, but in the same breath, This isn't for you. This is for your child. Yeah. This is to make sure that your child is taken care of. You're not asking for child support because you need to go get your nails done. No, I do my own nails. You're asking for child support because my child needs things, and this is your child too, and these are basic responsibilities that you're supposed to be taking care of. I don't know what you feel bad about. I feel terrible just because he's already in a bad situation. But in, like I like like you said, you know, I do have to view it from that that particular perspective. And guess what? And it's then, his fault that he's in a bad situation. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right, G. And your child shouldn't have to suffer because the father's a bum. You're right. He is. I mean, he's he has his problems. But in the same breath... If I, he was I taking care of his business terrible. and handling things, you wouldn't have to I take him to court. To. True, and I have I, now I have tried over this last year. I've you know, you know, kind of explained to him, hey, let's go to Castle, let's go to 100 Black Men's program we got here in the city. Let's go to them see how we can better co-parent. We got, let's, hey, I found out about an app we can download together. And you can get it on this day. You don't gotta. I even told him, you know, hey, give me just forty dollars on this daycare each month, and he will not do that. So even if I do go get the chapter for order and he don't pay it, I mean, I'm still in the same place. Ashley, go get the child support. It's child support for your child, okay? He didn't care when he was lying about things. He didn't care when you didn't have a place to stay. Right now, this is your first priority, not feeling bad for him. I feel you. All right, Ashley. And I hope y'all still really do go to counseling for him to be a better father, but he's going to have to step up to the plate. And you you can't force him to do that. But what you can do is get what right. you can for your child so that everything doesn't fall on you. I will do that, E. I appreciate you listening. All right, Ashley, you deserve it. All right. Good luck, Mama. Thanks. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit it now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? It's Betsy. What's up? What's up, Mama? What's your question for Yee? Me and my man were together for seven years, right? We mm-hmm. have three kids out of that relationship. I left him about two months ago just because... He's nine years younger than me. He's nothing. We, we just don't click anymore. So I okay. left him, right? Mm-hmm. I just found out. We still was doing our thing or whatever. Okay, so and y'all were still messing around he, with each other. Yes. But but I told him, like, I know you're still, I know you're, you're messing with other girls, but just stay strapped up or whatever. Anyways, he swore to me he's not in no relationship with nobody. I just found out yesterday, last night, that he's in a relationship and he's been in a relationship for wow. about a month or two now. Mm-hmm. His thing is now he wants to see, he wants her to meet the kids. She's in love with my kids and this and this and that. And I'm a little bitter about it. I'm a little jealous. Mm-hmm. Here's the big bang. He wants me to meet her. I'm Ooh. like, well, for what? Betsy, now this is interesting because we just actually have Mashonda up here with her book, Blend, where she talks about a similar situation. But the thing is, is this a woman that he feels like he's going to marry or even be with long term? I asked him, and he told me he's really happy with her. And I told him, like, I'm really happy for you that you're happy. You found happiness, but I'm not happy about the relationship. I'm jealous. 
because we didn't have that. And that's fine for that you to have. Goal. And that's fine for you to have those feelings of jealousy. But you also don't want to be with him, and you've made that clear. You I left him. I don't. Yes, I don't. Because when we're together for more than a day, it, we fight like cats and dogs. It's like it's just one thing that's good in it. But we do have beautiful children together, and it's just like it's weird for me. So now you should, my kids. You should definitely read Mashonda's book, Blend. But it's important. A lot of the things that she said is to have empathy. Of course, you want somebody to be around your kids. That is, and one day there is going to be another woman around your kids because you don't want to even be with this man anyway, right? I don't. I and don't. you want to make sure that person's a great person that takes care of your children, who you know, who you can communicate with. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be a process. But if he really feels like this woman is going to be in your children's lives, then you definitely should meet her. And your kids are at some point going to have to meet her. And they also need to get approval from you so they don't feel awkward. You don't want them to come home and not want to tell you what happened at daddy's house or anything like that. Yeah, they no, should... definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. No, here's the, all right. So here's the, here's the little twist to it, right? He told me he told me about it last night, and I cried like a baby. I don't know why I just cried hard. Which is fine. But I, I've I've been I've been talking to somebody on the low. <laughs> oh Lord. I've been talking to somebody too, but I didn't do anything with this person because out of respect for him because we was messing. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. So. So now I'm just like, hmm, so now that you told me that, is it okay for me to be like, well, I might have a little somebody on the side, or am I going to look like, you know how it's different for women? They be like, oh, you just jump right into a relationship, but it's cool for the guys. Girl, don't even worry about that. If somebody that you've been seeing that makes you happy, continue to see that person, I wouldn't introduce them to your kids until you feel like that's somebody you're going to be with, but y'all go yeah, out and have fun. I don't want to do all that right, right now, but I just wanted to air it out. Oh my- I don't look like the loser here. Come Girl, on. Girl, don't even worry about don't even worry about what you look like but do remember this is not somebody you want to be with anyway exactly exactly i do love him though i got love for him i hope he hears this though and i'm and i'm glad that you finally this has happened because sometimes you need that to happen so you can go on and live your life and be happy in a relationship instead of holding on to something old that's actually blocking you from your blessing yes thank you so now you wide open girl so go out there and have fun Thank you kindly. Have a good one, honey. <laughs> you too. <laughs> All right. Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can hit Ye up. Now you got rumors on the way? Yes. What happened with Azealia Banks? Who is she beefing with now? We'll tell you how all of this started. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Drake and LeBron. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Well, if you guys watch The Shop on HBO, you can check it out this Friday. And uh, LeBron has posted a clip from this upcoming episode. He said, we heard y'all wanted more of that talk, so we hop right back in the seat. Another one coming in The Shop this Friday featuring Drake and myself. This is going to be fun. Now, what they're discussing in the clip is how do you say goodbye to your careers? I think maybe one of my biggest concerns in my career is just to figure out how to exit gracefully. I've watched people overstay their welcome, and I just don't ever want to be that guy that's addicted to the feeling of victory. What helps with the, with the gracefully bowing out is having people around you that was there from the day one. You can't have motherfuckers around you that don't keep it honest with you and keep it real with you. You say you need somebody to tell you. You gotta have someone to tell you, like, yo, either accept the lesser role, or you gotta just, or you gotta tank. 
The shop show is cool as long as you know you're listening to rich people talk about their experiences and their lives. It's an inside look at what they got going on. They're so not it's not like the barbershop that y'all go to. No, no. not at all. <laughs> Ain't no red wine in my barbershop. You know what I'm saying? And I think the show would be Scott dope Hope. if it was LeBron, Maverick, a celebrity, and then just some regular everyday people. But I mean, it's good to get, get an inside peek dope. at their lives. I think it's dope. Regardless. I just think it's crazy for LeBron to sit there and say you got to have people around you that tell you the truth while he's getting a haircut. Okay, and that hairline is sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he got a little yeah. hairline now. Yeah. And y'all, and you go to the barbershop and you get haircuts. He get a baldy. I get a baldy. Oh, yeah, I ain't so. in there fronting. <laughs> I ain't in there trying to re- hold on to something that ain't dead no more. How you going to sit there and have a conversation about when to let go and when to walk away, but you still there with that struggling hairline? So you want him to retire it? Yes. He wants to let it go? Go bald. <laughs> I have a question about baldies. How come you can't do it yourself? Like, I, why did... I mean, I can, but I mean, if the whole experience of going to the barbershop is fun. I like going to the barbershop. I always thought it was weird. I'm like, if you have a baldy, isn't it easy to just cut it? Some people with... miss spots. You ever see somebody with a baldy and they miss something in the back because they can't really see the back? I have seen the patch. Yeah. I, like, I like going to the barbershop. Salute to my barber tie. Drop on the clues, barber tie. So it's really just a social thing. It is a social place. All right, Everybody, now let's talk about Johnny. Donald Trump uh, and Kanye West. Now, Donald Trump is talking about his upcoming luncheon with Kanye. He said he's been a terrific guy. You know, he loves what we're doing for African-American jobs. He said Kanye is a smart guy and appreciates all the hard work the current administration has done. He also said that Kanye is bringing Jim Brown to lunch as well. And (laughs) Trump calls Jim Brown someone who also gets it. Well, Jim Brown has had that program that he's been trying Mm -hmm. to push for the longest. What's that thing called? American, I think it's called? Yeah, it's really... Not sure the name of it. I don't know if it's working out. Yeah, but a lot no, of people no pre- have because ex- no president will sit with him about it. Now uh, he's also expressed uh, con- a lot of people have been expressing concern about Kanye sitting down with Trump. One person was Lana Del Rey. She posted, "Trump becoming our president was a loss for the country, but your support of him is a loss for the culture." I can only assume you relate to his personality on some level. Delusions of grandeur, extreme issues with narcissism, none of which would be a talking point if we weren't speaking about the man leading our country. If you think it's all right to support someone who believes it's okay to grab a woman by the vagina just because he's famous, then you need an intervention as much as he does. All right. Well, the person who jumped in was Azalea Banks. I guess Azalea is supposed to be going to meet with Kanye at some point as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, to me, this just looks like the typical white woman take, taking using a weakened target to pretend to be an ally, especially because you know that a white woman versus a black male will result in an immediate victory for the white women due to societal circumstances. You wouldn't dare challenge mm-hmm. a black woman mm-hmm. on her opinion mm-hmm. because you don't have that much of a social prejudice in place mm-hmm. between. As soon as you hit me with words like societal, I'm tapping out. Now, Zelia Banks also said this about Lana Del Rey. Tell me that I call you out for your selective outrage and your first instinct is to want to fight me. You mean to tell me because this man who has never assaulted a woman in his life, raped a in his life, none of that, has on a hat, and you decide, that's when you decide to use your voice? You, a privileged white woman, have no business opening your mouth to a black man from Chicago telling him what he should and shouldn't believe in. Now, Lana Del Rey said, you know the Addy, pull up anytime, say it to my face. But if I were you, I wouldn't. I won't not F you the F up, period. And then she said, Banks, you could have been the greatest female rapper alive, but you blew it. Don't take it out on the only person who had your back. What What are they fighting about again? I, I'm, I'm lost. I'm, I, don't, I don't know. But I do know this, right? I was, when's Kanye's trip to the White House? Uh, this week sometime. I was thinking about this, right? Timing oh, and the messenger is important. Right, and I'm not saying this could happen. I'm just saying Kanye may get something done because clearly the Kardashians have Trump's ear, and timing is important because it's an election year. So Trump may do something, you know, for the black community just as a stunt. Okay. All right. Well, here's what else Azalea Banks had to say about Lana Del Rey. All you gotta do, you know, you've been running around here like you got all that Botox in your face, got your nose done, you got a 24 year old face and a 60 year old body, honey. Look at all the sunspots on your arms. 
Look at them flabby patty arms, sis. You got bigger problems to worry about than Kanye West and his hats. Kanye West is crazy, that's fine, but he's our crazy. That's black people's problem. Mind your business. I might be into this conversation if I knew who Lana Del Rey was. Lana. Who, who is Lana Del Rey? Lana, she's a singer. Oh, I have no idea. She, she popping? And the only thing is that Azalea mm-hmm. Banks was upset about Wildin' Out, and she said they called her ugly, and now she's talking about somebody else's looks Why are you trying at the to same sense? time. Why, why are you doing Now, she also said, let's talk about arm workouts today. <laughs> Example, this is an example of an aging white woman who got work done on her face and none done on her body where she needed it most. Let's walk her through some upper arm workout, and then she goes on arm to talk workouts. about waist trainers and flat tummy My lollipops goodness. and chicken patties. What are they arguing about again? Kanye. Oh, all I know and is then that. Uh, Azalea said, step two, pick up the two D's on the floor and raise them up by your ears. Hold them in your clenched fist with your elbows facing the floor. Turn your head to the side, open your mouth, and agitate the penis with the tip of one in your mouth and the tip of the other in your ear. When did okay. all this happen? Yesterday. Why do you know all of this? That's what she. That's her job. Oh, you're right. I'm reporting <laughs> for guy. you guys to update you in case you don't know. I'm, I can't handle more about that. You want to hear something good? Meek Mill is giving back in Philly. He's going to be fixing up a basketball court in Philadelphia. Now he's going to renovate that court that's at East Fairmount Park in North Philly, and he that's chose dope. that park because that's where he grew up. So he said when kids go there, they deserve the ball in the best conditions possible, so I'm glad they'll have that opportunity now. He did that with Rock Nation and Puma also. Don't be surprised if Donald Trump uh, tells HUD to cut a check to Jim Brown's uh, American organization. We need more than just, just as, one little just, gesture. Just as a stunt. For because it's election, elect, an election year. There's so many things. Timing, that, timing is everything. Timing is everything. So don't be surprised if Kanye going there with that hat tomorrow with Jim Brown and Donald Trump does something for the black community. Don't get me wrong. It's still it's a stunt. There's a reason why I accepted smoking, that meeting. Yeah, it's right all smoking yep. mirrors. But timing is everything during an election year because we have to remember there are no permanent friends, our enemies in business, and America is indeed a business. All right. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. There's a lot more, Charlamagne, if you want to go check out Lana Del Rey and Azalea Banks going at it. All right. I ain't got time for A revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in now. It's the